like a hockey team, smoking broccoli, hope you watching me. Honey keys for a 16, how could I stress it ain't modesty? Couple thousand teens on my shit bang, they feel the same and they ride to me. Few people I'm close to who would never say that they proud of me. When I'm gonna hit my lottery, same folks I knew since day one, shit that's just been stopping me. I know how fast I grew up and it made it out for me. Cold shoes ain't getting no new ones, I ain't got no time to sleep. Hold up, just let me roll up, let me put my mind to peace. Hey, win it, win it, sound like a champ, straight from the beginning. Feel like 211 cause the sky is the limit, but I'm in a dilemma. Need insurance like I'm in a riddle. Welcome to the Dope World News Podcast on location at Yaktown on Backdown Studios. Yes, sir. Shout out to y'all listening to us on the Apple Podcast app, yep. Spotify, yep. and We're a Benefit System. Most, Where is that? that's the Spotify Podcasters app. I go by the BITB, and that's the best in the business. But all you need to know is I go by Prestige. And you already know it's the prettiest nigga in the world, the Patrice O'Neill of hip hop, Israel Nash, Corvus Glaive, Mr. Majestic, but more commonly known as Zen, the zeitgeist to every motherfucking thing nasty. Who the fuck we got in here with us today, bro? Clear Clearly, we got the good of engineering and their producer, Nirvana Nash. Drake said, always home, but... Oh, damn. Never home, but always repping. <laughs> anyway, on. home. Go stream it. Heart open, mind empty. Hey, it's out now. And we also got the last born pimp on the goddamn visuals. My dog, Titty Boy Nate. What's good, bro? What up, though? And like always, I got to kick it to the beautiful lady in the room. One time for my podcast, cousin. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Praise God. And if you see a black man today, uplift him. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's send it to a white man. (laughs) 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 And we also got a special guest in the building. Introduce yourself, bro. What's the deal? It's Dylan from Distress Co. Studios. Hey, where can we find you on social media? Uh, Distress Co. underscore on Instagram. That's it. Dope, man. Pleasure to have you, man. Hey, also, got a store right next to the Yaktown Don't Back Down studio. So, yes. if you down, what's, give them the address. 16 East Lawrence Street, Pontiac, Michigan. Hey, check them out. And, and you do customs, don't you? Yep, customs, hey. one-on-ones, uh, screen printing, everything. Hey, so look, it's no excuse not to come shop. He got what you need on rack, and if got not, he everything. can create it. If you don't know what you want, we'll figure it out when you get here. Boom. Well, you make the clothes? Yeah, I sew, I screen print. I that... Hard. Hard. Nah, buddy got some dope ass shit. Make sure y'all get down here, 16 yeah. East Lawrence. Come check you him ever out. Ever made like women's clothes? Working on it. I would love to have like an all denim, an all denim outfit, like. And as Pac Man hey. once said. Denim, denim, denim. Hey, a denim jersey is crazy, man. Wait, hold on. You remember back in the day? Them denim jersey dresses was out. That it was be, a thing. It would be, it would be a Lakers, it would be a Lakers jersey dress with man, Kobe man. right after the rape. Right after, listen. The oh, jersey, rest in peace, Kobe. My bad. Dress, my bad. The jersey dress was a was a dope era. I remember oh, Raven Simone used to have the jersey dresses on all the time, and I was trying girls? to crack. I was trying to crack. I was trying to jump through the TV. <laughs> Say, once that eye said, man, I was nigga, hoping it was a portal. That's so raven. Nigga, listen. Hey, I got to tell y'all something. What episode is it? 195? You know it. 195. Let me tell y'all something. What I seen on the internet this week is my own searching. Don't go look at your ex page. You're going to find something you, you, you was looking for. It's like going through your, your, your girl phone. 
You gonna find exactly what you're looking for. You go look at your ex page, how your week fucked up. <laughs> Let me tell you about my week. It's been fucked up, That's nigga. <laughs> you go look at your ex page, son. I swear Why to God, because I'm dumb, because I'm a glutton for punishment. You who ain't? Who, 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 who ain't a glutton for punishment at a certain time? It's like you want to find a reason to be sad. Nigga, that's why I, I remember I used to be 10 years old listening to Boys to Men, End of the Road. Motherfuckers thought that they Man. put that shit at the end of the, of the graduation. I'm like, do y'all not realize this is the saddest song and has nothing to do with graduation? Yeah. Why is this at the that's end of like the graduation? That's like when everybody used to play, it's something unpredictable, but <laughs> it's it, 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 like, at the end of the graduation. It's just like, that's whoa. That's about suicide. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was that deep, but damn. Nigga, I hope you have the time of your... Bomb, nigga. Damn. Son, that's like Jumper. Bro, Jumper is no, about Jumper. It's about I'm saying suicide. It's called Jumper. <laughs> Don't jump. The song, about the movie? I no, wish what? you could step back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> nigga, you talking about time travel. This Jumper. <laughs> hey, Jumper was a horrible movie. <laughs> that shit was ass. <laughs> hey, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. That was like when they were taking the organs out of people in that one movie. Oh, that with, shit uh, was Forrest cold. Whitaker. With Whitaker. That shit was cold. That shit was whack. Hey, oh, uh, remember the RZA was in anything the RZA in is trash, <laughs> including Snowfall. Hey, uh, yeah, I said it. No, you check I'm, your I'm pe- X page prestige. I do not. Do you like, take yours, Curtis? All right, so um, uh, we got to do it. Dylan, do you check your X page, or when is the last time you did it? No. You block them, and then you go. <laughs> then when you go to restricted accounts, and you see the name, and you be like. Me and my ex not even friends on social media. I'm a Capricorn, so we detach easily. And when we detach, like, it's over. Like, so, like, you know, even though we got kids together, like, I really don't care about what you got going on. As long as my kids are sick. Man, this is getting... Ask about me. What what, what Cassidy say, nigga? Ask about me. Well, that's a Jay-Z sample. Hold on. Did we just quote... A Cassidy? That's crazy. That's Cassidy. The only thing I quote from Cassidy, the only thing I quote from Cassidy is when that nigga said, smoking a big dookie. You ask me what I do in my spirit. You asking the question. Listen, I never take my ex back. If that man, listen, that don't got nothing to do with me. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. Listen, my pubic hair is longer than it's been in a long time. Nope. You earthy, <laughs> you earthy bitches Whoa. is. Hey, you earthy We're bitches is nasty. Bro. We're done with this. Let me tell y'all something. It ain't enough chlorophyll you can drink in life to still chlorophyll, <laughs> bruh. It, plants, bruh. You yes. bitches is crazy, son. Uh, Shave that shit. Niggas is just drinking what? green. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas is drinking the color green. I'm this gonna tell you right now. Crazy. TikTok said it was health. So hey. TikTok and TikTok. Like, hey, that's like saying, hey, Neil deGrasse Tyson said it was space. What? I don't know if that's a No, uh, that's what they motherfuckers be talking like TikTok is the it's yeah. just the indoor PO. You get real reviews in real time. My mom be telling me, like, I saw it on TikTok. I'm like, why? How? Your phone, hey, at a certain age, your phone should let you download First shit. First off, at a certain age, you should just have a flip. Man. Because you only making calls and texts. And hey, you should be hanging up on niggas like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, the other day, my mama it was greater than, now it's less than. My mama tried to 
crazy. Up on me and I heard her tapping the screen before she actually hit the end button. She was like, mm-hmm. "Your mama wear glasses?" It just, girl, my, I'm not girl, but my mama, I ain't she, she, she missed the button. <laughs> she cannot see. My eyesight damn near like my mama's at this. Oh, oh, we got a couple of topics. This week. Hey, we do got some topics, but before we get there, let's shout out our sponsors. Yeah, time don't back. What up, Sean P? One time for Maturity Productions. Man, what up, sir. Vince? House of Tea is on the way. My the God. excitement is building up. Production is still in motion. Just did my nigga Nate video, him and Feature Lee, so make sure y'all go check that hey, out. Hey, Pocket Watching is out, out that now. Video. Shout out my nigga Joey so, Keys. Oh, Binocular Lees. Man. Hey, binocular I, I just gotta Keys. say, it's a fire-ass song, but just seeing how yeah. the visual came out, that shit even more fire. So that's the banger of the summer. I, you can put it up against anything. It's nothing hotter, in my opinion. Pocket watching. Go check that shit out on YouTube. Go check it out. Shake some butt cheeks to it and do your thing. Hey, yeah. Joey Keys. Subscribe. Yeah. Joey Keys. Hey, we close to the 500. Hey, we, we almost there. I've been watching. Joey Keys is definitely the nigga that'll do that. Yeah, he did his thing at the um Alley Cat performance the other day. He did that. What's the dilly? Oh, what's the dilly? Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, that's just you gotta do that candy one time though. Hey, and one time for Trust the Prophets, Man. the horses have ran, but the running backs they gearing up to run too. Yeah. It's gonna be two or three in the backfields because it's a lot, lot of running racist. back by committee. That sounded kind of crazy. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> racist. I <laughs> can't even hold you up. This hey. nigga said the horses have ran, but the running backs the are coming next. next. Yeah. <laughs> hey. 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 NFL stand for nigga fucking large. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen, that was that was. It was gay and racist <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't even know Two of those could happen Those two at the same time Absolutely hey, It was a lot of gay racist <laughs> Paul Mooney Oh shit <laughs> Whoa. Hey, go check out Trust the Prophet. Subscribe to them. They on uh, TikTok. They got all the content. But yeah. we are going to jump into DDG. Whoa. So. Whoa. <laughs> pause. We're going to move. I thought you were going to say tackle next. I thought you said tackle next. Hey, look. I, I hope that Cameron and Mace never hear our podcast. Them niggas going to be like, pause. Bro, them niggas be pulse. saying gay shit the, the most. That's why they I'm just say, saying. Bro. I just wanted to see a big man get in him. Pause. Wait. No, like, wait. <laughs> hey, bro. Fat Mace is the funniest thing yeah. ever. Because yeah. his line is starting. His like, head is oh. still so pointy, bro. Uh, he got a be ahead. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> upside down beer She flipped the phone upside down. <laughs> he did. That's all hey, I he on. said if you flip the phone, this is a tear. <laughs> hey, that nigga Mace, bro, Fat Mace is crazy because. Son, his I'm saying Fat Mace and Veneer Cam. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! Son, you, so fucking big, bro. This bro, you listen on his Dream Champs interview. He didn't have a fake teeth yet, and that was only like eight months ago. So like, went to see a nigga had like some gaps in his teeth, and it'd be like normal <laughs> teeth, regular teeth, and then all of a sudden 
to the to the toilet teeth because the, the, the cartoon yeah, character. Yeah, bro, because the toilet teeth is crazy, yeah. son. The toilet bowl teeth. Porcelain? Yeah, bro, son. To just look at, bro, like you yeah. smiling. Like nah, nigga can't <laughs> stop smiling. This nigga been mad his whole life. Now nah, he can't stop smiling. <laughs> you remember when he was talking to that one girl in the barbershop and was like, "Your mom, we <laughs> just some stop calling me your <laughs> uncle. We used to fuck your mom and pass her around for a little dust." Oh my god, hey, when that Wait. nigga was on. What? When that nigga was on Bill yes. O'Reilly, when he was on Bill O'Reilly, he said, ah, you mad. <laughs> <laughs> that, bro, to have a wave cap on, to have a wave cap on uh, on CNN on Fox is crazy. On Fox News. <laughs> on CNN is nuts. <laughs> hey, what were we? Bro, that is crazy. He had a wave cap on. That is crazy But We gonna kick this shit off with DDG. So if you're not familiar with what's going on That's with him. And is it Halle or Haley? What? What's Holly. the Holly? Bailey? Holly favored. That's about. Hey, if you're not fa- right hey, now. if you're not familiar with their situation right now, DDG dropped a song this week, just expressing some insecurities in their relationship. He dropped a whole CD. Yeah, and um, she was in a Little Mermaid movie. Oh, Black Panther Mermaid. Yeah. Kissed her co-star, yeah, I know. and he had lyrics on his song where he expressed that. You know, long story short, it was hard for him to see her kissing another man. He had thoughts of wondering if, you know, it went beyond the movie screen, if he fucked on her or not, or she fucked on him. And the internet responded like, he jealous of a woman who's just doing her job. I'm, I'm going to play the devil's advocate, as always. Look at them big ass Adidas. Them oh God! But I'm saying, you know, uh, I guess because he's from our hometown, some people do. I, I don't try to give him that type of variance. You know, I've opened up for DDG myself, but as an artist, I feel like this should be what he's doing. He should be talking about his insecurities on tracks. He should be saying the ways that he's feeling, and his outlet is his music. And obviously, if the song was, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's a right way of going about things. Obviously, yeah, it's niggas out here, bro. Stop worrying. <laughs> Stop worrying. I'm worrying. But, I'm just waiting for the car to man, actually go by. Man. Oh, for real? I got a DJ next door. Yeah, I got I got live music next door. That nigga's live. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but um. I think that he should be doing this. He should be talking about his insecurities because his fans are all that matter. And that, those are the people who should matter to him. So when he's talking about the things he's talking about, it's more geared toward his fan base and what his fans want to hear him talk about. And I think that he's doing a just do in everything that's going on in his life currently for him to make the statements that he's making. Absolutely. Was it a white nigga that she, that she was kissing in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, why so how do how Black Panther Mermaid still end up with a white dude? <laughs> I'm saying it was a white dude to begin with. I know, but damn, they couldn't make the they couldn't at least make the love interest black too. I know all the other sisters was, was on different kind of colors. It was Hans Christian Anderson, bro. You can't change. It was the Tom woman. Holland. Y'all seen Tom Holland getting change, fucked on. You can change the woman, but you can't change the man. 
You saw when they were talking about putting Idris Elba as, <laughs> as 007? They were like, no fucking way possible. <laughs> but I was like, why not? James Bond will not be a black, a black his, man. His name's not going to be Superman fucking. Superman will never be a black man. James Bond will never be a black man. Listen, Santa Claus will never look, be a black man look, in no movie. Listen, listen. They, they just were lucky that in the comic book that Captain America turned black for real. Like, but that was because that's what really happened. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In the comic book. But, but niggas, niggas was still pissed. Oh, yeah. Niggas was like, who wrote this? <laughs> who wrote this? They're going to let Papa Doc become fucking Captain oh, America. Oh, oh, oh. I would rather see Eminem. He beat him. <laughs> fuck fucking beat him. Fuck a trailer. Fucking fuck y'all if you and, doubt me. And, I'm a piece of white trash. Say it fucking proudly. Point at him. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck type of shit was that? This nah. nigga being racist. Nah, I mean, getting racist. <laughs> oh. Hey, right. You hey. had to cheat. Hey, hey. hey when I, I swear to God. Hey, racist. I, oh, swear, I swear to God, son. Like, you want to know something crazy, dog? I don't, listen, I think every nigga that's ever been a rapper. Talked about they woman, a woman that they've dealt with yeah. in they bars. Like just nobody because, gave Jay Z that type of flag. <laughs> no, he was like, I should not have cheated on my bitch. <laughs> at fifty, hey, at fifty, this nigga Jay said, I, I shouldn't have did it. Listen, that nigga said I was just fucking them girls. I was yeah, gonna get right the, back. He was still like thirty three. Uh, I'm a man with pride. Sorry, you don't I do shit like that. You just pick up and leave and leave me sick like that. You don't <laughs> throw away what we had just like that. I was just fucking them girls. I was gonna get right back. Run. Rihanna came out with a whole CD. You say you can't turn, turn a bad girl good. But once a good girl's going bad, she's gone forever, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, son, every rapper. I think that's the begin. That's yeah. the that's the uh what yeah. what's that shit called when you when the you precipice. become when you become a a, a villain the that's the villain oh, the, 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 the origin story. story the origin story of every rapper is a girl nigga like I can't lie that's that's real like, that's son, really true we all been there because I think that your first heartbreak is one of the first times that you're able to go through life because as young men and specifically depending on where you're living at and what you're going through. That's the first real pain that you just don't even understand. Because you never, you thought you was invincible. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, some niggas lose friends. Some niggas lose. But for a lot of regular people in this world, the first thing that they lost that really changed them was that first love of their life. Even And sometimes it ain't even like y'all wasn't dating. The girl that you liked just said, no, I would never. You yeah. ugly. Yeah. Your flood stance is whack. Yeah. <laughs> and you just like, fuck. I thought this, I thought since I liked her that she would like me back. No, you I know? don't. I, it, hold up, hold up. No, I don't condone that one. Well, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't condone I, I'm that just one. Saying, you eight years old. You thought because you like somebody, son. When is the first time you you you? First you like, off, nigga, I got homeschooled, so I don't know. I don't know which women you was looking at when you was eight because me and you was sitting next was, to each other. I was at church. Like, me and you I was, was sitting at, next to each other, I was nigga. In the chapel. I was at. A nigga, New Jerusalem, looking. Oh, what? This nigga was at church looking at ass at six. Hey, I thought that's what was there. <laughs> there was no floral dresses. 
No, this this was back in the day. This was the nineties. Motherfuckers had all. <laughs> this wasn't hey, the goddamn. Hey, they had all. was nine. They had a full they had a, No, they had, a, was, they had the parachutes. They was out when there bitch looking was, like Hillary Rodham. Who brought it? When this nigga was eight, it still was before the year two thousand. So, nigga, he saw things that no one saw. It was definitely. It's like ancient Egypt. Damn, nigga. I was out there with Travis Scott. <laughs> hey, but look. Listen, bro. Oh, he was chilling with it. My bad. I'm Listen, sorry. He was chilling I, with the Grim Reaper I, like I Peter think, Griffin. I think Man. I've got 50 songs that are in are strictly, strictly about yeah. women. Yeah, Courtney's like, love. For me, Courtney's love. I, I don't mean to keep cutting you up, but you making a lot of great points. But Courtney's right. Love was one of them songs for me that I, when I made it, it was about obviously my time in college and being with the girl that I was with at that time and how she was just like, nigga, you are not that good at making music. You actually are kind of trash. And it was just like... Asperger's. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Listen. You can find me where the fucking spotlight glows. Nigga, and when I tell you the amount of songs that haven't came out or that I'm afraid to even like the shit that let that, people hear to let you hear yeah. the, the, like shit that make me cry instantly, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, shit that is so near and dear. Like, I can I can rewind back to the exact moment in time yeah. when some of that shit happened. So I, I mean, I, and that's why I kind of took it off. Pause. Took it off DDG. Because I can speak on you firsthand. Listen, relax. Free pause. <laughs> free pause is crazy. Pre-pause. That, that's one of Jabril's greatest moments. Pre pause. Oh, man. The pre pause is hilarious. I would say great. I would say. No, that shit, that shit was hilarious. I would say infamous. I'm not an artist, right? So what's being said is. As a man, some of y'all bit uh, biggest inspiration comes from a woman. I think that it, the inspiration comes from the real Hard life <laughs> that you done had to deal with. And some for a young 18, 17 year old, one of the first real life situations I think you get put in is you know, and I'm not trying to speak for everybody because there's some people who are gonna be watching this like, no nigga, I had to be the and bro, I get it. Your maturity level is on a whole nother level. Nigga, but what but I'm talking about is too. Yeah, no. Yeah. But but for most of us, it's just like the first real pain that we felt that we cried for for weeks and weeks on end, and then we just was like, nigga, and then you had to just get better. And then it was just like, damn, I hope I never have to go through that shit again. Is that time's coming soon. And then it just <laughs> helps you in your music a little bit because my dad always used to be like, You're not gonna start making real good music till you go through real life. Come on. And Come it's on. like that's one of your first real life experiences. Did real life make anybody bitter? Did you guys end Absolutely. up feeling definitely. bitter? Absolutely, definitely. Shit, I think I'm still bitter. Well, you know what? <laughs> bitter, I did not say then, real life. Like, I'm talking about too, the uh, mm. the heartbreak. Speak like, on that. Uh, Just life. Yeah, life. Like I don't know. So I had like a victim mentality, like the why me, ah, uh, me. Yeah, but then. As Put the a, mic a little bit closer. Not, not, yeah. I don't want to say oh, as a man, God but damn, not. God. <laughs> That's why Joe Rogan be like. Put it like a fist away from face. Because it don't sound gay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's pausing Joe Rogan, but I would. <laughs> Whoa. 
<laughs> That's crazy to say in general too. But go ahead. Dylan. Thank yes, Dylan. man. Yeah, Dylan, man. Damn, we in here bullshit. I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, of course. Just talking about um, just the bitterness and growing up. Oh in life. yeah, like having a victim mentality. Just yeah. asking why me, and then. I'm not going to say as a man, but as a growing adult, Mm. accountability comes into a big factor. And that's rather than saying, why me? But saying, no matter what happens, good or bad, it's all my fault. Mm. I I just recently realized that I'm constantly a victim in my own story. I just recently realized it. So I was just like, I'm having this. I'm having this moment where it's like. Damn, I don't want to feel like a victim no more. I don't even want to keep acting like like all this stuff happening to me is like stuff I even... Because you know sometimes... You ever been like stuck in your head playing the victim and then had this moment of like, I deserve this, like on some pity shit? Yeah. Like, like feeling like, oh, well, maybe I deserve this. Maybe I just recently like, no, it wasn't that I deserved it. It wasn't none of those things. It just was, it was life. It happened. Man. It was something you needed. Yes, to grow and to learn and all those other But even so, if you didn't need it, it's like, take this time to reflect and be a better person even if it wasn't your fault in general, it's just like, can you grow from this moment? And I think for a lot of us, we get so caught up in just like you said, like, why me? Why do I need to learn how to grow? Why do I need to be better? Why do I need to do more? When it's just like, I get that point, but that's not going to change what you're going through. That's not going to fix how you're feeling. You need to fix that and you need to go out into the world and actually figure out a way to do that for yourself. So then beyond then, it's not accountability. It's yeah. self-awareness. Yes. Like being aware of what not. you're feeling and because why was, you're feeling that way. But to then I was make very the aware of what I was doing. The first step to doing so and changing that. I, I was aware of what I was doing, what I was thinking, and all those other things. It just was like I felt like I deserved to be that way. I felt yeah. like um, I had a reason to be bitter so I can be. I felt all like those emotions. So you felt like it was justified. Yes, but I felt justified. I, I think in his point as well, it's just like, um, cause what, what what did you just say again? Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Yeah, yes. That that is part of that self-awareness side of shit where it's just like I'm understanding that me feeling this way or me responding to a situation like this isn't advantageous for myself i need to look at this situation as you said like as a growing point in a certain extent because it's it's fucked up you shouldn't be going through this nobody should be dealing with their best friends dying that you know not having a father in the household and shit like that but what are you gonna do to change that next thing that's gonna happen for you and how are you gonna grow from this point and it's it's hard to tell somebody you have to you have to learn to grow from here listen i can I can tell y'all. That's like throwing a seed into a fucking trash heap and saying, figure out how to grow. You know, I can tell y'all this firsthand about yesterday. Yesterday. Nigga, I'm not, right now, I'm not happy with how my promotions is going at my job. I'm really frustrated about something because I got promoted faster when I did this shit the first time than I did, than I am now, and I'm better than I was then. Mm. And it's and it's and it's fucking with my it's fucking with me because I know how good I am, 
but I'm not getting the results. My matrix came out on Friday and I didn't get shaded. And I was one of the top salesmen still, nigga, and I didn't get shaded, bro. And it's like, bro, I, this is my seventh month straight not getting shaded. And I've had, I've had top sales numbers. And it's just, and it's fucking with my, my mental because it's people that's younger than me. Yeah. That's like, and I mean, when I started, I was their age, so I, I get it, but it's like, they don't have the experience, nor do they have the wherewithal to do the job the way I'm capable of doing it. And I'm still doing, and I'm still being the boss, technically, because I'm still training motherfuckers. I'm still doing shit by myself. But you don't, you but, don't think that's a purposeful thing? But, and I, and I just, see the thing about not knowing, and I think this is the, where kind of where I would say some of it. It's like you don't know why it's happening. Is it a is it for, you know, maybe because the promotions ain't gonna be there. And maybe if I get promoted in six months, or, or I'm, I'm eligible to be promoted in six months, everything will fall in line in a better way. But that's the not knowing part of it. Because what if that doesn't happen? But yeah. it's it's a it's a fear it's a fear of do am I good enough? Do they think that I'm good enough, or is it my is it my own self like eating away at me because I'm afraid of what could happen if I don't get if I, if I don't get better? I think you know? that and I, and mainly I, it's that last part than it is anything else because it's like even if they don't fuck with you, if you show yourself to be that point, then they but, gotta do that and, shit. Yeah, well, of course, but you know, and I and, and I and I swear, bro, like my birthday next month, bro, I'm gonna be 32, and. I, and I think that's the other part that's been. <laughs> I hate this motherfucker. I... No, she I... did to Kevin Hart. <laughs> but no, bro, and, and, I, I I get no. what you're saying. I because I'm I'm about to be thirty in this in this next year coming up, and bro, it's been something that's been so demoralizing to a certain extent because I feel like at this point in my life I would have been a lot further. And I mean that's and, and look, I I. Listen, I've been to like, look, I thought it was a time where I thought just graduating college was like I had made it. And then I swear to God, a month after that, it was like, what now? I remember a time when I became a branch manager at Enterprise and I was like, I made it. And none of that you stuff was younger than all of us in this room right now at company, when you became the branch manager at Enterprise. Car, you know, the whole nine, son. And I still wasn't. I wasn't, it didn't fulfill me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, st and, and, and at 30, and you know, at, at, this, at this impasse, it's like I still don't know what it is that's going to, to fill that gap or whatever I'm, I'm feeling, bro. And it's scary as a man because you think that you got your, as a, as a human, you think that you got the hold on this life and that you know everything. And you sitting here making people laugh and all of this shit, but inside, bro, I feel like you're dying and you and you like running from whatever it is that I think that you're trying to run towards. It's like you always running from it, bro. And it's scary, dog. And it's scary. And you just try to hide from people, bro. I, I, y'all, y'all, I come do this shit on Sundays, but y'all gotta understand, bro. I be hiding from y'all. I be hiding. Bro, this from is something, and I didn't. I don't want to bring this up. And what we got going on, obviously here, but I just feel like I ain't got to talk to you about the shit that I wanted to talk to you. I told you that I needed to talk to you before the podcast, and you still didn't call me. And it's just like, because people are worried about you, bro. And people are scared about what's going on with you right now. And it's, it's one of them things that is just like, gee, we need you here. We need you here. I need you 
here more than anybody. So it's just like, I get where you coming from and everything is frustrating because at my job, shit is very fucking frustrating right now as well. But it's just like, nigga, we gonna, now you always told me we gonna see the other side, we gonna figure this shit out and we gonna get through it. And I just need you to start taking that a little bit more and understanding like, nigga, I get it, but look, it's people really worried about you right now, G. And I like that this conversation went the way it went Because you started it Your intro You said um, What was it? Pray for black men? What did you say? Pray for black men And what what you heard was literally Them detail the things that they deal with That they probably don't even talk about On the regular basis All the time Like I pray for my boyfriend every time I pray And I at least pray twice a day at least so it's like i don't know everything that he goes through you know like as far as even stuff work or his family or you know so because he's his own person only thing that i can do is wait for him to decide to open up to me but also pray for him he is the backbone of our relationship he does everything i have to have him be healthy i have to make sure he's feels better about himself, period. Black men, period, though, because they don't necessarily have a whole bunch of people uplifting them. They do, they are under a lot of attack from different angles all of the time. Them just even being alive type shit a lot of the time. Them just driving their cars, it turned into something else. My boyfriend go to work, climbing up ladders, dealing with people, this, that, and the third all the time, and it's just like, then he gotta come home and still be soft with me. The least you could do is pray or make it a better environment when he does come home. Or like I said, just uplift, not only a black man, but just men, period. Like like you said earlier, Prestige, or um, Todd, like, yes, every man has to handle a lot of things and a lot of times y'all don't get to even express y'all emotions because it's like, with y'all being men, it's like a lot of people, or even sometimes y'all selves feel like y'all need to just keep it in. I'm a man. I got to handle this. I got to do this. Whatever. And it's just like, yes, because everyone does. Don't feel blessed because you might need to cry or you need to talk to somebody or something because everybody go through something, Absolutely. especially black men. <laughs> so it is it is okay for you to talk or for you to whatever you need. And that's why, like, I didn't understand the reaction that DDG got. <laughs> For the song yeah, yeah, Because Everything that you said He literally did yeah. Through his music yeah. And in, in turn Go ahead Go ahead Isn't that kind of How he got to start With the first song The first song I heard by him Was Arguments Which is was him talking about His relationship well, The first Come song on. That really blew for him Pause Was um <laughs> Was um The little Yachty diss I remember that Yeah Cause he was out in LA And all that yeah, shit When he, he did that His little Yachty But I think Bank would have been his biggest yeah, track at first, but I get what you saying. You saying the first track you heard from Dog was and the that argument. was when like he was still doing his his yeah. vlog stuff. That's still that that, well. that song was very big for him as well. Yeah, and then too he. DDG do got a history of relationships playing out in the public where it's not good with Ruby Rose. They had their issues. Yeah. I don't know the details, but when okay, as a man. As a man, you take pride in what you have. As a man, you are a protector. So even though we know that 
uh, Miss Bailey has a job to do on screen in movies with other actors, you as a man, you still feel that natural instinct as a protector and even just possessing your woman in a way that no other man should be able to, you will be triggered. So you, when That goes both you ways. Think, you think <clears throat> Zendaya mad that Tom Holland was getting fucked on, on screen? Was that really I, happened, Wait, though? who? When? What, what movie is this? Oh, he was getting took down by, by a dude. Oh man! Wait, Tom Holland, Spider Man, his spider, his senses was tingling. Oh, we got some other topics, man. Hey, that was good though, man. I know it was good. Yeah. Hey, so now we gonna move on to Mariah Mills. So. Miss Mariah Mills. Oh, no, no, no. No miss in front of that. Listen, (laughs) this is the young lady who has been going after Zion Williamson, NBA player. Mm. I don't know if we could call him player. He ain't played many games, but NBA Star, um, after How is he a star if he ain't even a player. Hey, listen, this nigga is got a this nigga got an NBA contract. There it is. <laughs> like it's like he kind of the best player on the team when he played, but it's just weird. The roster. He done played eighty two games in the four years he's been in the NBA. Sheesh. If I got to, if I got, if I got a super max for playing, but that's like. Look, look, that's like not going to work. out here looking like I show up every day. They gave me $20 million for three if years. If I got my paycheck, if I got my paycheck and didn't have to go to work, that would be the greatest thing oh, ever, bro. Man. I and I money. just got to wear crispy-ass clothes. Right well, not crispy clothes in his Not in his case. I'm going to tell you right now. You better call up Mama Joyce because she'll know how to tell you how to not go to work and still get paid. Because I swear my mama never at fucking work and still get paid. Hey, Joyce, listen. (laughs) Joyce. This from me to you. I'll be at work like, it got to be a way. When you working at GM that long, you got all the PTOs. I do not. You got 50 days of PTO. I've been working there over 50 years. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about flooding the streets with a knuckle. With a nickel? That's hey, crazy. hey, 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 I, hey, we finna, we finna tear this shit up off the three, off the Afy. We about to tear this shit up. Hey, I remember niggas, niggas, re- niggas was reading up off the Afy. <laughs> flood, flood, flood. Hey, I, niggas was flooding I my been car. Thinking about niggas, it. Was, <laughs> niggas was flooding my car with the Afy. Jeez. <laughs> Oh Jesus. my God! Hey, listen. I swear to God, bro. I done told y'all the story many a times. How my mom used to always have half days on the days I cut school and had the missions. Yeah, bro. How, every, every time every I had, time. I think that she had our phone records or bro, something, bro. Something. Maybe that nigga pops was right. Man, oh, she was always she was hacking. hacking. <laughs> she, she was, was hacking. Always, she was the original. That nigga pops was, was the original like, Your mom hacked my, my phone and then date. Before phones even had location uh, on them. This when shit was flip phone. This is when shit had snake on it. <laughs> <laughs> your daddy oh, yeah, used to she... be sitting up there saying your mama hacked his phone. Yeah, absolutely. All yeah, the time. Nigga, to the day he died. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Did she really do it? I don't know. Because I don't know I'm how. saying the way that she figured but, this shit out. I don't know because, son... Every single You ever seen time. the movie Hackers? <laughs> she was at the Angelina Jolie. Hey, be every time I had some shit lined yeah. up. All of a sudden I would look out the window and the blue HHR was pulling up. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, 
I ain't remember one time. Get in the time, closet. <laughs> yeah. I ain't remember one time when we stayed in Gville and I had a chick in the house and then Miles pulled back up to the house and then was just like, so how would you feel if he was your son and then you came home and there was a girl in the house? I was just like, that's a terrible question to I, I ask no a 14-year-old. Four, but I mean, shit, bro. Oh, Listen. oh, oh, she was 14? Yeah, bro. I'm I, I might have been 14. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you need your when ass. I, when I tell you, son, it would be like she would play go to work. It was like, <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> it was like a fake off. I'm gonna like, go to Speedway like, for 23 like, minutes son, and then go back home. The car would pull out 6:45. Be back 6:48. How? <laughs> How? Bitch, you went around the corner. I'm not calling my mom. But you went around the corner. How in the fuck, bro? I just knew. 11.30. Shorty pulling up. Getting my swanks up. Nigga, no. She and that bitch making coffee. I'm like, yeah. you don't get the eating fuck cheese. out of my house. How you eating I'm, cheese and, and drinking coffee hey, at the same time? Why in the fuck the dog barking? <laughs> they and this bitch fight. Uh, 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 Channel 4 WDIV is on I don't give a fuck About what happened In Detroit God damn it Get out of his house <laughs> Dog uh, What are we talking so, about Mariah uh, So Mariah Mills So y'all know She be going after Zion After he announced That he's having a baby With another woman Which I'm assuming Was his girlfriend that The whole damn. time Look Just know Mom and daddy Always love you He knew what was coming That nigga said In the goddamn video He said Look Just know Mom and daddy always love you. She looked up at the nigga like, so what do that mean? I'm gonna quote you know her real exactly quick. What it means? I'm gonna quote her real quick. Mariah Mills says NBA players have been hitting her up more than ever now. I bet niggas love fucking somebody else. Fuck yeah. After the bitch already got the nigga name tattooed on her face. Well, let's be, man, for let's, real. Let's be real about something though. They want to put the nut right on there. Did we see? <laughs> <laughs> Did we see? Did we see that video that she put up though? Where I lied, she was saying that he beat her. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, 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 I seen the headline, but I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, if he would have beat that bitch, you would have been dead. Six six, six fat, six. That nigga six eight. Fat as fuck. Like three hundred pounds. Put her ass through the TV, through yeah. the whole entertainment system. Yeah. <laughs> like like dog, yeah, like dog, yeah, like dog from the Giants oh, or whatever. He like, why? <laughs> no, that nigga was off. Dust. He did yeah. her ass. Yeah, so was crazy. Bro, the baby. Bro, she said, that. listen, listen, listen. That nigga said, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, we all remember. This ain't funny. It ain't funny. It ain't funny but but when Ray but Rice, when Ray that Rice, oh. that girl, bro, I was like, bro, that would have knocked out. Neck thing. Yeah, he bro. did the neck thing. That's the neck thing where your jaw and your your face like go this way. So then it like automatically makes you go to sleep because it's like, oh, your neck done moved too weird. You shouldn't even be doing son, that. Son, it's a brain bleed. Like, yeah, your body shuts down if your jaw moves. Too differently, your your body will shut down because it's basically like you shouldn't arc your neck. If your neck moves a certain way, your your body will shut down because it's just like Son. it's going into protection mode. Yeah, it's saving like, your you, ass. Your neck shouldn't even be moving like this. Son, we all seen we all seen Zion. Listen, that nigga be smiley. Outfits be horrible. Outfits horrible. Listen. Hey, Any listen, nigga hey, who no, no. got horrible outfits, he either beats his bitch all the time or not oh, at all. Right and, and then the other thing is only is, two. And then the other thing about that is, <laughs> is that, bro, any bitch that made you cry when you was getting ahead, bro. Oh what? <laughs> that's what she, bro. She, she said he made her. She said, "I when I was sucking your dick, I made you cry, son." 
So at that point, maybe he did be because the bitch off, this bitch is built like older Summer Walker. So Fall Walker. That bitch is spring Fall Walker. Fall skipping. Fall skipping. Summer Walker really got the worst ass, bro. Like that shit pissed me off. She got work done? Yeah. What? Like no, I didn't even go lie. That at this point, hey, at this point, I wouldn't even know some booty hole where they connect. Man, it <laughs> hey, was the Bart's beans from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, Birdie Box, every flavor beans. Oh, they had the chocolate frog. No, nah, man, no, nah, that was a whole different thing. But they had the bogey flavor. That nigga Dumbledore ate the bogey. <laughs> I never seen that. Hey, so Mariah, is she just trying to get Zion attention because like? Who cares if other She's NBA players? Bag. Who cares if other NBA players is in your inbox? Who cares? Her? Who cares? Trying, I definitely think she's trying to so, get at me. We ever seen, bro? You just type in Mariah Mills on on Pornhub. What? Yeah. Hey, and wasn't it wasn't it like the Phoenix Suns players? It was a group. No, of that, that was, was that, taking, that's a different girl. No, 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 no. But yeah, oh. that's what I was saying. Yeah. They was all taking down one bitch, like I ain't gonna. This lie. is what they do in the NBA. She sucked up the whole team. Uh, Larson Pippen. There's a whole bunch of NBA niggas who took her down. The wife? Scotty yeah. Pippen. Scotty Pimpin. Well, they divorced yeah, now. Remember when Future fucked yeah, her because Scotty Pimpin uh, didn't sign his autograph? Sound like some future shit. shit. I'd have did it. Hey, I did it. What that nigga Future say? The coolest thing is to be cool with a nigga and fucking on his bitch. That is I nuts. Ain't it's cool. Hey, I ain't never got that bitch. Man. Hey, that's one of the coolest things I ever heard on a song. I ain't gonna hold you. Did you hear his new Russell Wilson bar? He said, I got he it out the field. Him. Fuck Russell. No, hey, future, shoot, future Mills. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Future Mills. Hey, I ain't going to hold you, though. You know something uh, 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 Something that's crazy? To be fucking somebody raw that just got busted in, and then you do. Because that's what Selena Powell was saying. She said 15 oh, niggas yeah, nutted in me. She, well, she was saying, like, there was nothing in her mouth and shit like that, but, too. Like. But what's crazy is you... Fucking something and That's feeling I, another nigga kids. I was, just, I was just telling Jory this. I was just like, bro, the prettiest girls be doing some of the craziest, Nasty. nastiest, grossest shit. Are you calling her pretty? Oh, Selena Paul. Are you calling Selena me Powell? ugly? No, no, no. I'm not saying. No, I was just clarifying. I wasn't getting. I wasn't. Intro. I was first off, <laughs> exactly. That's all. No, not don't, don't, don't. But I wasn't saying neither one of those things. I was saying that women like that, who people be like, they tens. It just be like they be out here sucking dick for money. Let's be real and clout and clout. Plenty dicks. I ain't yeah. gonna hold bitches. Plenty dicks is plenty dicks. It's like good and plenty, hey, but plenty dicks. Y'all giving bang bros a new content. Plenty dicks. Whoa, we not giving bang bros. That sounds crap. We not. What did you just shit. say? What <laughs> <laughs> you just say? You giving bang bros plenty new content? New content. The, the porn and website. She said, yes. Yeah, then you Y'all give them new content. Y'all give them new content right now. G- generous now. That's that, that's a softer way to put it. Generous. generous. Where was I? <laughs> Where? With the plenty dicks. The generous amount you... of dicks. What? Did you want to see? Why have it, bro? The Wait, word, you? the word <laughs> for penile inflation is we. Somebody got to throw a flag because if I hit a dick one more time, but bro. bitches got coochie, 
cuckoo, vagina. First off, whoever call, hey, if you call us some shit cuckoo, you don't get no cuckoo. I got fifteen cuckoos. No, I got the cuckoo. I got sixteen cuckoos. Little cuckamonger. I tell you right now, little girl me said cuckoo. I ain't oh, that's gross. That's, that's I, I said ding ding, but I ain't calling it that now. Ding ding ding. Wee wee. Dingaling. You got your little wee. You oh, you cause you got your little wee wee wet. Your little weenus. Listen. We all went to white school. Hey, listen, God damn. Hey, listen. I ain't gonna lie. White we just proved, we, just proved we all went to a white, white school people, by doing white that. People, I know what got, that shit white people this. got the most crazy, funny sayings. Oh, the first time man. I ever heard chode. Oh, oh, or, 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 or jizz? Oh, oh, jizz. oh my God. I jizzed on myself. I jizzed on her. What? You did what? <laughs> I fucking jizzed Ooh, on myself, dude. tell your mom, bro. I don't know Yeah, jizz is nuts. I heard jizz. literally... No. Douchebag? <laughs> I never heard douchebag oh before God. the white community. And then when I found out what douchebag meant yeah. by the white kids, yeah, I, I never. Like, this is these are all white things. Wait, white kids told me tea bag. Yeah, oh, I yeah. No, oh, man, look, I don't want to even. Hey, tell shit, that story. shit is up when you hear the word cunt though. You hear the word cunt, it might it might be a drive by to follow up because they mad as fuck. Somebody you call get a white a kid a spaz? Oh, bro, spaz. bro I already through this, kid. You can't say that anymore. Oh, fuck. You a spaz. Hey, I no, wait, wait, wait. You can teabag somebody. <laughs> on, on Call of Duty. Uh, They'll be like, dude, I just teabag, I teabag, I teabag my brother. Whoa. 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 I don't think anybody said that. Whoa. I hope hey, not. Why you doing that shit? Is that true? I've had enough. <laughs> I've had a fucking enough. They didn't even want me on the fence, nigga. Hey, listen. T-Bag. When they pulled them, when they pulled Whoa. them. Oh, my God. When they pulled when the they mangina out. Oh, the when mangina. They, the mangina Brittany has a mangina. Brittany <laughs> has a mangina. Oh, jeez. No, they, but the mangina is one of the craziest things ever. Elephant walk? Niggas was out there like, I'm doing the mangina in the locker room as soon as we can take showers. I was just Whoa. like. Whoa. Wow. Chode is still top five funniest yes, things ever, definitely. Bro. That shit that was wrote my it. Because I was <laughs> any person named that was your what? That was my favorite favorite <laughs> thing to fire on. Uh, okay, okay. Finish it. It was Cody. Finish it. If it was Cody. It's Chody. Chody. It's Chody. <laughs> bro, I bro, Chody. Bro, why? Bro, it's just like an eighth. I had our eighter. My bad, an eighter. I never heard no fucking black people call no goddamn three five a weed a fucking eighter until I started hanging out with white kids. And then they was like, hey man, let's get a fucking eighter, man. I'm like, what do that even mean? He was like, three plus five equals eight. <laughs> man, white kids. Is this nigga smart or stupid? Oh. <laughs> Illiterate. Oh. He didn't see the decimal. Man. I, oh, I, I, man. No, he, he was saying it with the decimal. He was like three plus five. And I was like, as you grow up, you realize it's just because it's an eighth of fucking weed. And that's why they call it an eighth. But this nigga had me believing like, damn, this nigga's a fucking genius. Crack the code. This nigga is goddamn Jeb Bush. This nigga done crashed, done crunched the numbers. For real. Found out that nigga what election? Like uh, Hunter Biden. <laughs> 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 Come to find out this nigga hunt. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. 
Oh, let's go, Brandon. But shit, right. white people are. Uh, That's why I'm. Bro, no, it don't even makes. make. But they over there are like, let's go, Brandon. So like, nigga, a, say it again. <laughs> so it's a nigga got a big ass flag around the corner from my crib. Let's go, Brandon, in the front yard, right next to the twenty five hundred dually. Look, bro, I went to this person's crib. Brandon. I went to this person's crib one time on my job. He had so much Trump shit and was talking to me about Trump so much that I left out and would call my supervisor like, this guy's a racist. <laughs> White folks are how you believe in baby life, man. Maybe they right. Like white folks be so good. They the courage of their convictions. The courage of their you be like It's an America for a reason. They not wrong. I know I ain't gonna lie. This dude at my job. He think people from China spies. And I he, know, I went to a Chinese. And look, he talked about yesterday. he talked about that shit like, so much. Now when I see him, I'm like, I was like, you want me here because you trying to figure out our cable system, ain't you? You want to decimate the economy, and you know that we've been in real racist situations. Like you know, on Facebook, and to be the videos of somebody being like nigger, she yes. get her ass. Remember whooped. that time when we was out in White Lake, and that dude popped out the car and pulled a knife out on us because they was like, they was, he was like, and he was like, you niggers. No, and it was just like, whoa. 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 For no reason. For no reason. Bro, we were just some black yeah, kids. White Lake, White Lake is the place where that White Lake is bro, crazy, bro. I was on Lake I got hit up with a bunch of donuts one time walking in White Lake. Like what this nigga. Bro, these niggas had got a bunch of donuts and then just got out the sunroof and started throwing them on me because I was just walking down the street. Sad. Like I'm I, like, you just wasted all them hey, donuts. Was they trying to say? Was they trying to say the Chinese people was like my mom because because they're just spying on my phone? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You remember when they said, you know, you put your rice in uh, your phone in rice, and then a bunch of Asian people come because of the oh, rice draws. Bro, they, said, yeah, oh my home. fucking god, bro! That's and they'll get the water out of it that home. way. I was like, this is a crazy statement. I'm saying. My pops kept a phone and rice. That shit would get thrown into the snow. But I was out in Lake Orion, right? And it was a whole bunch of white boys. I was my right, my 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 white friend. We it was a whole bunch of white boys. We eating pizza out the box or whatever, little Caesars. And then the white boys was like, "Can I have a piece of your pizza?" And I was like, "No." And then they was like, "You know how niggers love those pizzas." She told me that for the first time I was like <laughs> Bro, it was so many white boys, it was all boys. I was I was thinking I'm finna get up there with one of these niggas, right? But then I'm thinking I ain't gonna make it back home. Nah, so hey, that's what, I just really that's had what to, happened to Emma too. I just had to walk away, but they was definitely like I knew Damn, that bitch wasn't gonna dark. give me none of that pizza with her nigger lips and Niggers love they pizza and I, I, all types of shit. I, I, was know. Oh you know, I remember the first another white saying when the first white person said, "Man, don't nigger lip it." I was like, "What are you fucking oh saying right now?" Oh my god! What did you just say to me? We smoking squares. What head. is you even talking about? Head. It was a woman. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, Sharon, bitch, who told you don't nigger lip it? I was with a bunch of white people, and they was like, "Don't nigger lip it." And I was like, <gasps> "What does I that mean?" That bitch and wet balls. Hey, but I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> Sharon Squares is crazy, crazy. Like, Wait. bro, like, nigga, you hit that bitch. You pass your friends like nasty. <laughs> remember when niggas used to share shorts? Oh, a short. You could only get four or five short. balls. A uh, Newport short. Newport short. Listen. You think that's not a hundred? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look. 
That was a chode. You know, like Newport 100 in a box. A Newport like chode. Newport, <laughs> <laughs> Newport chode. I don't know nothing about that. Uh, what we got next? Fuck Mariah Mills. Hey, yeah, so we're going to move on to Jay-Z. Jay-Z has lyrics. His lyrics plastered over all over the front. Just not lyrics. He's got a whole exhibit. Yeah, and a whole exhibit. X to the Z. At the Brooklyn Public Library. And that's a big deal to me. Because I ain't never seen no artist honored in that way. Not no, oh, my song lyrics is... Remember when that nigga Bill O'Reilly was like, he said he sold crack, he's a crack dealer, and Obama's hanging with him. Oh my God! What? Had a full of that nigga, bro. Oh my God, dog. He was like, you know, Obama's hanging with him. It's two monkeys. We're, <laughs> we're, we're letting the fucking monkeys run to the insane asylum. When, 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 when people start saying that, that's what uh, I know you racist. You know, hey, we're we're letting the, the fucking. Running. No, when they say we're letting the inmates or something like that run the asylum. Hey, the Texas like, owner said that shit. Yeah, buddy. Let me. Hear but he had a whole rape. Had a whole rapist on his team. Well, I mean, I guess he was right. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga wasn't white. <laughs> the shot. Oh, he a monkey running it? Well, I mean, monkey see, monkey do. Monkey foot. Oh, get right. the fuck out of here, bro. Monkey pee all over you. Of course. <laughs> like, These two half breeds will sit up there and say some. First of all, there's two see. white men in the room. We don't got to do this. Half breed. <laughs> I'm a half breed. What That's are right. I'm white Mexican. Yeah, of course. So north, now. north. <laughs> north, north. I hate that. Did you grow up with hey. the white side or the Mexican side? Uh, is Mexican, right. Mexican with an S? Mexican. Is Mexican with an S? Why do we Mexican? Mexican? Oh, God, bro. Mexican is hilarious. Mexican Worse. is fucking hilarious, bro. I'm not trying to throw Mama Joy. Because sometimes she get mad if she says Mexican. But I really could have said taco. Whoa. She say tacos. That's racist. She is racist That's sometimes. Racist. Okay, but you're saying. I wouldn't have said tacos. I said Mexican. Well, can we call Mama Joyce pate? Ma- Mama Joyce is a Pisces, so she's an oh. asshole. What is Pisces? Jeez. I Pisces don't know. are what are they? I think they're dumbasses. Yeah, Pisces are dumbasses. <laughs> he said I'm a great person. Pisces I think they're dumbasses. dumbasses. Well, okay. That's that's what I be telling her all the time. She be like, she be like Pisces, and I'll be like, bro, my my nigga Nate is a Pisces right. and he one of the coolest people Nate, I know. Nate, I ain't never seen Nate hey. Molly. Hey, man. Like, you gotta do his whole chart. Chris Rock said it the best. You're gonna, gonna, gonna die. die. Oh my. Pisces. Ain't no sex in the champagne room. You're gonna die. Ain't no nigga. sex in the champagne room. Nigga. Jim Virgo. Oh, wait, you're gonna die no, twice. No, he said, uh, Damn. he said, uh, no, that was Gemini. Yeah. yeah, that was Gemini. Gemini, you're gonna die. Twice. Man. Hey, so Jay Z, so Jay Z, because in my mind, I don't even think Bible I had this conversation with y'all. Talk about because he has his lyrics all over uh, the Brooklyn, uh, on the front of the he Brooklyn Public uh, Library, and he also has an exhibit in there. But last week in my mind, I don't even know if I talked to nobody about it. I'm like, dog, this generation ain't been doing enough to. I guess preserve and, and, and push hip hop history for you know like the people who inspire us because we can hear like about the the, we can hear about generation got J Cole Drake and Kendrick Lamar them niggas is gonna be memorialized for the rest of their lives they are the greatest rappers that's ever lived but what I'm let's talk about like Jay Z the Wayne J Four 
Yeah, I get what you're saying because people. No, I'm like, saying Drake, you, you Kendrick, and Cole Tupac over him. Yeah, like I, that be mentioned, but at you this don't point. hear them people. I don't think like, and I don't like overly overly amount of fandom, but I don't think like. When it comes to the people who inspire us, like we like drive it as hard as the older generation. Them old niggas don't let you forget. I, don't think yeah. that, I think that's a false statement because I think that this generation we in are the people who also gave Jay Z the ability to be the Jay Z that he is today. True. Just like moving forward, Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick yeah. Lamar are going to be immortalized by the kids who come and they're listening to, and the people right now and the 20 year olds and the 30 year olds right now who have grew up off listening to their music. Like, you got to think, I grew up, I don't think of Jay Z's CD as my high school. I think of Take Care. Come on. That's what I think yeah. of. I think of Take Care coming out in my senior my senior year and how detrimental or great that was for my life. I don't think about Watch the Throne. I fucked with Watch the Throne and that came out in the same fucking year. But when I really look at it, what Drake was saying, what Wale was saying, what J. Cole was saying, what Kendrick was saying, that was my senior year of high school, not Come what Jay Z was saying. I think Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe came out the year I graduated. That was the next year, 2013. You graduated 2013? Oh, no, no, no. How old? 12, 13? I'm class of 2016. God. Whoa, wait a minute. How the fuck old am I? Like, what in the fuck? Shit. Yeah. You can buy me Hey, bro. By the time I graduated, you wasn't even in high school yet. You graduated eight years. You graduated eight years after me. I'll be 30 in January. Son, this girl at my job said I graduated high school in 2018. I said, I was a branch manager here in 2018. Like, what are we talking about? Like, son, in 2018, I was that was five years ago. I was 24. I just graduated 2019. Do you know what's crazy, son? It's like, bro, when motherfuckers be like, bro, life really do go by fast, son. They bro, these old head niggas, because you get to realizing that they still think the same way they thought when they was 15. That's the reason why things gotta change. That's why you gotta change your mindset. Like, son, it's like, where do the time Go, bro. Like, how do we just be like, bro? One day you wake up and you seventy five. Yeah, like, for real. Like, son, I could just, I could just, I could just imagine that day. Like, bro, what the fuck happened? And I'm still gonna be sitting here talking about when my mom was pulling up and fucking my mission. Nigga, like, what's a mission? Oh, oh man. man, what's a bike? You are. <laughs> what's a play? You are a play. You had a play? You had a why sneak? Man, <laughs> why was it on the Why didn't you pick it up? <laughs> why was everything lit? Why didn't you just turn the lights down? Man, <laughs> you know, we have dimmers now. You know? Oh, you guys were in the day? I got a dimmer day? in my house now. So if my kid was to hit me with, I got a dimmer, uh, I'm going to be that like, was, nigga, that was just, I get uh, the joke. Uh, joke. So, <laughs> kids couldn't hit me with uh, Listen, hoes, shout so you When I was up. growing up, dimmers were... Huh, huh, fresh day. Niggas is just starting to put them bit. I'm like, you had a dimmer, you oh, was you rich. rich. <laughs> you was fucking rich. I, I, I can bro. Back to white rich, nigga. Back to whites. Back to whites. Fuck. Bryce and Darren. No, them niggas. Bro, I been them, talking about Bryce and Darren son, the last I, two fucking son, days. Son, I was at I was at work talking about these. Shout out Bryce and Darren. I don't know you. And Cole. Cause yeah. you always forget Cole. Man, it was always a, it was Todd and Trey and Bryce and Darren leave my man's out. But it was, it was, he, Cole he was, was your man. I was hanging out with because Cole, <laughs> all of them was older. No, he's all everybody was older. This than don't me. got nothing to do uh, with Jay Z. Listen, don't. listen. 
When them niggas, bro, when fuck, you went to their crib, they fuck Jay Z. They had a dimmer. I'm like, they like, yeah, you no, they had an Apache Indian yeah. that was carved by Native Americans in the his, son in the like, in the twenties, and they were that, like, hey man, hey, if that you bitch, get up, hey. if you get up at night, it, it walks, it walks. I used to be like, son, but I'm talking about <laughs> this shit was a you know, bro. This it was a real a uh, human sized yeah. statue. And it you came, could tell that it, bitch was carved it, by a nigga with a saw son, or some shit. It like, came with smallpox. Like, <laughs> like the European blankets. <laughs> Damn. Son, it had it had it had beer. It had beer's head on the fucking. Oh, <laughs> you talking about the nigga? You talking about the nigga who was crying because yeah. the goddamn paper was flying? Oh shit! They said that nigga wasn't even. A, they said he was Italian. They said that nigga wasn't even a Native American person, bro. Oh my god. Son, son, but when I tell you, blood, like, son, we we could barely have people in our house, like, let alone a carved out wannabe person. Son, <laughs> I remember I, my mom was like, he steals. Son, <laughs> son, when I tell you, bro, they had everything I always wanted. They had the Sega, they had the the Sonic game that had that you put the knuckles on top of the on top of the video game, yeah. and nigga, you get to play with knuckles. So, I always wanted these that. niggas had so many Yu Gi Oh cards, bro. But then they always kept the best Yu Gi Oh cards for themselves. So then I'm using their Yu Gi Oh cards, like yeah, I'm about Spare to make it. That these niggas beating the shit out of me. They oh. playing a whole different type of Yu Gi Oh. I'm like, hmm. This yeah, ain't fair. They playing chess and you playing checkers, yes, bro. Yeah. Son, these niggas knew I out got of- my Yu-Gi-Oh card game up to this day just in case I see them niggas. <laughs> just in case I see them niggas and they say, nigga, let's duel. Okay. Son, them niggas had a <laughs> piano. Out of here. Got I got little, three got I got three blue eyes white dragons, bitch. Son, you got the dual deck. These thing? niggas You must don't watch 60 days, cause if you call another man a bitch, you get stacked. Yeah, that's in jail. <laughs> Listen. I'm, I'm telling you like this, bro. These niggas, bro, they had everybody had a TV in their room, and it was all 50 inches. But whoa! You <laughs> <laughs> took that shit up like you was about to say something. You know what? The way that they talking, remember when dogs? Remember when? <laughs> bro, the way that they talking though makes me think was my childhood. Yes, yes, yes. But bro, you remember basic. when Darren made the little Monopoly piece for himself? That yes. was a dragon, and yes. he was like, "Yeah, I made it in the back in the, in, in the garage, carved it from a piece of metal and pulled a gemstone in it." This nigga had a dragon piece. We using the goddamn shoe and shit. This nigga <laughs> beat man. This nigga got a whole custom piece. This nigga got a blue eyes green dragon <laughs> <laughs> on a Monopoly board. Hey, bro, these niggas had a basketball hoop. They had, bro, and they dad nailed, put the hoop up on the garage. Say, Bryce, say garage. that nigga Bryce Anderson wasn't one of the greatest athletes Bruh, that you son, had seen white, as a youth. Great white hope. This Man. nigga can play hockey. He can play uh, basketball, football. He can throw catch. Man, <laughs> he could dance. Whoa, whoa. He could, he, he could, bro. Oh, God, you're so gay. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this nigga is wild, bro. Oh, he can catch. <laughs> Pitching and catching. <laughs> hey, but dog, he was a white boy that could dance. You be like, dog, get this cool nigga out of here. This nigga yeah. get all the bitches. Yeah. He kind of tall. This yeah. nigga got a six pack. Yeah. You be like, get Justin Timberlake yeah. away from us. Man, I, I was just telling her yesterday. I was like, bro, and I used to, I used to look up to Bryce and just be like. <laughs> 
Jesus, you just nice to everybody. Bruh. You can play the piano like a prodigy. Oh, I was like, this nigga is goddamn Jesus. Uh, that's right, bro. Shout out Bryce. Shout out Bryce. Shout out, man. Shout, shout out, out White. Why? Shout out White. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm telling you, you I'm ever want to know how poor you are? You ever want to know how poor you are? Just find. Just find a great uh, a, a white middle class white but neighborhood. Because I used to, bro. Listen, I used to manage I, when I was a community manager, bro. All the houses that I managed, I could never afford. So that was the one thing. I'm in charge, but I can't buy nothing that's in there. I couldn't buy. The, I couldn't buy. Say you, you was home. like uh, the bitch who was working for uh, DJ. I'm in charge. Oh, I'm in charge. I'm in no, you're basic. not. No, bitch, we going you get pimped out. Hey. Listen, when I tell you, hey, skinny man, hey, skinny what? man. How old what, oh, shit. what year was this with the Bryce and the, all that? This is 1997. 1997. So that was in the 90s. So what about the, the 90s? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. It was the 90s. I'm asking. About what the about 90s me? What about the kids who grew up with all that stuff? So was they like 90s to the 2010s? Oh, not that far. Yeah, I'd say five. Last you time I saw Bryson Garen was like 2000. Was oh, you damn. like? Because it's kids, it's, it's black kids. I'm see. sure. Like me, who grew up with everything y'all named. So Son, I'm because it was di- first of all, we was broke. Second no, I'm of saying, all, though, we. In the late <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We was broke. That's what we trying to talk about. We talk about we was broke. So, nigga, to see this shit, bro, you got. And then that's the other thing, bro. My, our parents are young, yeah. so we didn't. It was like uh, up until my grandparents broke up. Yeah, it, it used to be like, damn, we had shit. Like yeah. it, right. it, it was different. Then all of a sudden, she all of shit. Oh, but I'm just saying, man. It just changed. I don't know why she asked shit. Because I was more so asking, like, if you did have those things at that point. Because I'm talking about in the 2000s. Because, you know, I'm saying if you still had that stuff, was it still like, oh, you was up there? Or was it like, son? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. This is how I always look. It was like, when is it going to go away? I always looked at when yeah. we got something nice, yeah. how long I was going to have it for. It's because the countdown to these would, niggas go broke. Bro, <laughs> hey, let's walk to the store. Dad never walks to the store. No. Cause guess what? Yeah. When we come home, all the Xboxes is, is pawned. Yeah. So now you know it's like, oh, anytime, anytime Bro, I, I felt you <laughs> that I had got because niggas kept saying, oh, if you get straight A's, we gonna give you a hundred dollars. You know, a hundred dollars back in two thousand. Was a million. Like, bro, Man. bro. But then they they fucked up three times. I got straight A's three times in a row, and them so niggas didn't give bills. me. No, they didn't give me shit. What they said was, since you did it three times in a row, we gonna buy you a GameCube, which was one hundred dollars, and get you two games for it, bro. Fast forward to this time, he's talking about my GameCube gets yanked out of my room, pawned off, like it wasn't my gift for the shit that I had accomplished, nigga. Hold up, so now I ain't got a GameCube, and we ain't got, I ain't got the funds. The GameCube, nor none of this shit. Bro, I was in the middle of beating the Pokemon game, and I never have beat it to this fucking day because of that shit. I would be up playing that Pokemon game, because when you a kid playing Pokemon, it take a long time. Bro. No, I do. Like, but, nigga, I would be a kid up playing that bitch like, oh, yeah, this is my own personal GameCube. Nigga, I'm snapping, snapping. Next thing I know, two days later, the GameCube just gone. 
Son. Just gone. The one thing that I had out of my room is gone. gone. It's gone. Never returned. The one thing that I had that I knew that it was not valuable at a pawn shop, I had a six CD changer stereo. And I had that bitch for seven years. Bruh, Mimi bought moved, you that shit, didn't y'all she? Yeah, bought it Did for he? me. For my, bruh, listen, listen, y'all don't understand. I was a true music lover, bro. Like, nigga used to be listening to <laughs> Son. which is Do You Love Me? But the Spanish version, because he would flip it around on the backside of the Son. tape to listen to the Son. Spanish version. I got the Spanish version. Let me tell you. I done told y'all about this day. Nigga got a whooping on his birthday. Slapped across the chest with the leather belt. Nigga, because I didn't want to stop listening to the mid-condition maxi single. Nigga. Slapped across the chest? Bruh. Just leather belt all across the chest. Because you ain't want to stop listening to the song? It's time to go to bed, nigga. So you got hit? I got beat for everything, nigga. Again, again. They wasn't over there getting whooped. Yeah. Like, bro, it's a lot. The oh, life. hold up. You talking about me? No, I'm talking about Bryson Darren. Oh, I was like, <laughs> nigga, I was for sure getting whooped. They, listen, you love, you, you know a different Yeah, they was getting whooped. Yeah. When, when, no, when you never, when, you, when a, a leather belt. But that's what switch, happens when your daddy uh, is 40, 45, and your daddy being 21. Bro, nigga, I'm, when I tell you, son. I'm 18. My daddy is only 36, bro. Yeah. Like, this nigga's a young man. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm about to be 36. To be 30. Yeah. I can only imagine having an 18-year-old, bro. I'm a grown-ass man. I'd be ready two. to beat this nigga ass. Man, bro, me and my dad used to bro, fight. My dad the... hit me in my hip one time, bro, and collapsed my whole shit. That nigga said, oh, you really want to do this? You really want to do this? He ain't hit me in the body. He ain't hit me in the goddamn face. He hit me in the fucking hip and collapsed my shit, nigga. I'll You're doing like, a foldable chair. Bro, <laughs> literally, that, that nigga turned me into a transformer, bro. Pause. That's crazy. Oh <laughs> that shit said, <laughs> son, my pops, son, my pops, four-year starter, D-lineman, bro. Yeah, my, college. My dad, my dad wasn't no hoe, son. So that's the, it's crazy because, bro, just as, even to think now that my dad's dead is crazy to me because son was invincible. He was a fat nigga, but dog, he just did I saw everything. him beat, he outran the fastest nigga I knew in a race, bro, and that nigga was like 500 pounds. Moving. He was fucking Moving, that this is nigga scary. Was moving, son. I mean, Jazz was the fastest sagging. nigga. Hey, yes, Jazz bro. was sagging, son. He, and he was like, <laughs> You can't beat me. And I was just like, Hold up, what? <laughs> this nigga was moving. I mean, and what scary. that nigga, what them niggas say on Fat Albert? Flabby? Flabby? But flabby, Flabby, nigga. <laughs> what, son? When I, <laughs> when, I, when I tell you again, again. Dog, Bryce Darren and them dad, he worked up and did the power line yeah. shit. I always thought, man, what if my dad got his fat ass up on a ladder? We would be different. <laughs> like, would be That's different. crazy. Oh my, God. <laughs> my dad sitting there, son, my dad knew how to sell a house better than anybody I knew, son. Yeah, and right I, before the big short happened. Son, this nigga could sell a house like it, it was his job. <laughs> so you can't, but dog, when I, when I, when I tell you, son, it's like it's 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 just like it's just like me talk about this shit with my job, son. 
you see, you seen the highs, and yeah. you seen when the GameCube got took yeah. to the boss. <laughs> yeah. I had six, I had sixteen jerseys at one point in time. Allen Iverson, I remember Ty saying something to me once on real, like, "Damn, nigga, you got all these jerseys. You actually out here looking sweet." And then I had to look back at it. I was like, "Damn, a nigga did have a bunch of jerseys." Going and then the next year, niggas is looking. taking a shower with bottled water because it ain't no fucking water in the house. Back God to damn. the heat, back to the change and the fucking vents. Changing the vents. <laughs> Man, let's get back. Hey, so we ready to jump to people, people? Yeah. All right, Jerry, take off. Hi, Dylan. What's up? What's going on? Okay, Fitchak, 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 what you got on? I got some Rick Owens, uh-huh. some thrifted camo shorts, and a Distress Coat hoodie. Loki, I fuck with the thrift. I, I, I fuck with the Distress Coat in general. But the, the the camo shorts is really what's bringing it all together for me. Okay, fit check hard. All right, so distress co was your. Yep, my brand. Your line, your like your stuff. Okay, so what made you decide that you want to get into clothes? I've always been interested in it. Uh, it came from like getting kicked out of class a lot. Yeah. I'd just be sitting in the hallway looking at my pants, wondering how they got put together. Yeah. And then like two years ago, my boy called me up and he's like, "Yo." come over I gotta show you something this dude was crazy with everything he used to skateboard built a full skate park in his backyard made a made a big ass pool in the backyard he was white oh yeah come on now <laughs> and he lived in Troy so his oh, parents had money yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. so we go. different like, lifestyle I, I couldn't even imagine what he had cooked up so I go over there and he's got like six black garbage bags full of thrifted clothes mm. and he just starts throwing these uh, garments on, on his bed he's like what do you think about those and it was like, uh, it was like a flannel button up, yeah. but he turned them into pants. Wow. Sheesh. And I was like, yeah, that's hard. Where'd, where'd you get those? He's like, I made them. Damn. And then he pointed to the sewing machine. I was like, yep, I got a hoodie. I'll come right back. And so I, my first thing was like two, two sleeves taken off and then put them on a different hoodie. So it was like a baby blue hoodie with gray sleeves. Right. And then I did the same thing with the hoodie or the kangaroo pocket. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to just start doing it and he's like buy a sewing machine so um what made the so how did you pick the name distress come uh i was in jail last year february to april mm-hmm. the the one thing i kept asking myself is what am i and it was like that was that's where the victim men- mentality right. was coming from and the only thing that i could come up with is i'm in distress But on top of that, everyone that I'm surrounded by right now is in distress. So Distress Co. is not corporation, but community. Mm. Because everybody Mm. experiences some form of distress. Yes. So, um, what is, if you could describe a piece that you are most proud of, like that you've made, what, what would it be? What is it? Probably the the upcycled Dickies jacket that I made. Mm. It was like five or six pairs of Dickies pants, and then I turned them into like a bomber coat, mm. and then I lined it with a curtain, so it had like floral on the inside, but on the outside it was like right. Dickies. How long did it take you to make that? Like two weeks total, but hours into it, it was like 80-something hours. Wow. So basically like a full week's worth of work. So how long okay, does that's it- two weeks. So how long does it usually? <laughs> That's two that weeks. Is? So how Forty-hour work week. 
So how not, long? Not when you work for yourself and you. Hey, I'm saying that's a hundred hour work week. So how long does it usually take you to make pieces? Like, okay, so how long does it take you to make a more simple piece compared to a more extravagant piece? So the difference is like if I'm upcycling, mm -hmm. which is just recycling old pants and yeah. garments to make one, it's mm -hmm. always going to take longer. If I'm just making a hoodie or a pair of pants, I can get it done in a day. Mm, okay. If not, if not a little bit sooner. It's more so me being indecisive and always changing my mind halfway yeah. through, wanting to alter something. As a designer yourself, who are some of your biggest inspirations? Uh, I'm gonna shout out my boy Pierce Gossett. He's from, he's the one that got me into sewing. Mm -hmm. And Justin Mensinger, I believe he's from Michigan. He might be from Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna give it up to the designer of Gucci, Dapper Dan. Wow. Mm. Okay, so like, what, like, as far as when you buy other designers' clothes, who are the designers you look for, like? like Rick Owens or like who do you shop with like with that I don't really go for designers anymore um if I'm like if I'm gonna buy me a pair of pants or something I'm gonna go to the thrift store and then I'm gonna specifically look for something made by like Eddie Bauer mm -hmm. I like Eddie Bauer stuff or uh Ed Hardy Ed Hardy has some really nice pants man that's a whew. why why like is it just like the way they built like some Levi shit or they the the choice of thread, oh, the okay. reinforcements that they use, things like that. Eddie Bauer had a whole couple of trucks out there that he was installing shit in. So, mm -hmm. what's your favorite material to work with? Denim. 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 Uh, clientele. If you had somebody to design for a dream client, who would yes. it be? Rick Smith. Rick, Rick Smith from the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that one. That's kind of difficult. Um, I only ask because you're a gauge in person. So yeah. you strike me as somebody who come across a lot of people who might know a lot of people. The more that I like, because I'm very secluded. I don't I don't just go out talking about my clothing. I'm, ah. not, you know, I'm, I'm not just like, hey, I got a clothing line, da-da-da-da-da. So, so it's like if you know, you know. Yeah, or if like I'm wearing something that I made, it clearly doesn't look like you would buy it at yeah. Cole, J.C. Penney, something like that. So that's where it's like, where'd you get those at? I'm Talk like, about your store. It it's uh it just opened up last month, June seventeenth. It was it was a really nice turnout. I had Messy Aces barbecue truck right outside my. Messy Aces, yep. shout them out. Um, you want some rib tips from them? Rib tips. Man, them rib tips be pulled pork burrito. Yeah, oh, they they used to be up out here on Fools for a little bit. I don't that was that was when uh, they were doing the reconstruction on Walton and Telegraph. So they're back over yep. there by the uh, stereo place. Ah, okay, yep, gotcha. right across the street gotcha. from the car wash. Yep. Make sure y'all go check out Messy Aces. Yes, sir. What what are your plans moving forward? Like, do you want to have like a little fashion show? Do you want to like what you finna do next? I want to put on the community. I want to do something that can bring shine a different light on the community, mm -hmm. and that's Pontiac surrounding area, just like the artist industry as a whole, but like in my community. So, yeah. you know, like you guys might have heard over the over the sounds, uh, 
I got a DJ that comes over here and there whenever the store is open. He'll do live DJing. There's other artists in there who make rugs, who do paintings. So I'm I saw really, that distress rug that you had up there. That yep. shit was dope. I, I did a collab, or not a collab, but a commission hoodie for a girl who makes rugs. Got you. She wanted a Mac Miller tribute hoodie, so she gave me a shirt. I turned it into a hoodie. Shit. And that was, that was our little trade. But my, my big goal with the store is really just to put people in the position to really blossom in the, like, the same way that I did. Because the store wasn't ever like mine prior to last month. Or, right. Yeah, I was renting space because it used to be a scooter shop. I would rent space to be in the back. Got you. And then he moved out. Then the landlord reached out to me, offered it to me. So now I kind of want to just return the favor to the community and That's so real. Right. do that. Well, anything we can do, make sure you let us know, man. Let's do a podcast. Let's do hey, let's, listening parties, everything. Let's, let's, let's do some shit. I don't want to step on SP's <laughs> No, 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 no. no. First like off, that, but at the I same think time, that Sean Preston is one of those people in general who just like <clears throat> was good for the goose, is good for the gander. Absolutely. And I think that us spreading out our creativity and working with each other and linking in with each other is something that we can do because I know one thing is that she wants to do a podcast with her friends so even just a different scenery and growing that we already got the equipment so hey that's that's another talk for another day do we got anything from Sean I had a little bit different do you do you like basketball bro do you watch basketball I have a I have a very strong opinion on it but understood I, but this one is basketball related. It's not music related. But I just saw so much talk about these three small forwards this week in the last two weeks, for real, that I just felt like it, it, I got to bring it up. So um, we're going to go sign, bench, release. Come on. And we're going to go Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and Tracy McGrady. Whoa, shit. I saw so much debate about Paul George and Tracy McGrady recently about people talking about Paul George is better than T-Mac was and stuff like that. And I was just like, whoa. Then you start looking at things and it's like, hmm. But then I'm like, I saw Melo starting to get brought up into that too, especially after the whole ESPYs and stuff like that and how that was going. So I'm signed, bench, release, Carmelo, Paul George, um, Tracy McGrady. For context, though, his whole career, or is it just one year? I feel like, as a, I feel like in general, in, in general, general, so just I'm generalizing, whole career, just generalizing, generalize what you want to generalize off of, because obviously, as their careers went on, shit uh, Yeah, especially T Mac and Carmelo, <laughs> T Mac specifically, it was just like, bro, was at the end of the bench for some. So let's just say prime. Let's say prime. Did that make more sense? Prime. Let's say prime. And we're going to go prime mellow is the last two years of uh, Denver, his first couple of years of New York. We're going to go prime. Paul George is his last two years of um, being on the Indiana Pacers. Three years you being know, on the KC. Mm. I'm oh. saying that's when he was getting top he, five. He was, he was pretty. He was, he, okay. Okay. I, I can do that. And then mellow. I mean, in. Um, um, uh, who the fuck else was Tracy? Tracy McGrady. We're gonna go just Rockets. Tracy McGrady. Just Rockets. Tracy McGrady. Mm. Magic McGrady. Magic McGrady. Nah, I'm yeah. saying that. All right. Last year of Orlando. Two years of Houston. 
two, three years of Houston. Let's just say we're giving them four-year gaps of, of their best years that they had, and we're going to base it based off of that. All right? Sign. Bench. Four years. Release. Sign, bench, release. I can go first. I can go first if you want me go to. Because it's, it's easy for me. Sign, I mean, uh, uh, sign is automatically uh, Carmelo Anthony. Melo is way better than all, all them niggas in my eyes. Bench, T-Mac, cut Paul George. I think Paul George is honestly one of the worst clutch players I have ever seen in my life, bro. And clutchness is next to godliness. And that's it. Um, I'm going sign T-Mac, bench Melo. Cut Paul George. Cut Paul George for the same reasons you say. I'm signing T-Mac because um, I like two-way players, and he's the closest thing to a two-way player out of all three of these players. Carmelo is. Carmelo is. Carmelo is the better two-way, two-way player. player? Is Paul, George Paul George is the only two-way player on that no defense. But Carmelo is a way better rebounder than Paul but George. But he don't play no defense. A two-way, a two-way player. But defensive stats are rebounds and blocks. And well, steals, yeah, but none of them are that Paul great. Paul George steals. has led the league. I'm Paul George is uh, the definition of a two-way player. I don't know. I get it. I, I, but I like uh, Carmelo. Not Carmelo, but I like T-Mac's versatility better than both of theirs. You might can say Carmelo is a better scorer because he can put his back to the basket, take niggas off the dribble, but T-Mac... You can say? Yeah, you can say. Carmelo is a better scorer than them all them niggas. Carmelo might be one of the best scorers ever, period. I'm not debating that. But when Five I level go, score, three level what I'm talking about, just overall, I just like T-Mac a little more because he's more versatile in my opinion. As an offensive player? No, overall game. Mm. Now, if we isolate offensively, Carmelo is the best out of all three of them. Let me tell you. You done? Go ahead. Start T-Mac. Of course. The fuck? <laughs> the oh, fuck? So who's benching? Nigga, Paul George. Carmelo, get your ass get out of here. Get out of here. This nigga. Carmelo, ripping. get your ass out of here, nigga. What, what, Bye. What, what you got? Uh, I feel like... Oh, I thought you had some stats. Oh, I'm saying I do. I do. Oh, break it down. Break it down. Fucking Teddy Kornheiser. <laughs> T Mac, <laughs> uh, T Mac. I will start T Mac. Uh, Melo coming off the bench, and I'm gonna cut Paul George. I'm sorry. I'll say as long as Melo is on the that's team. What y'all talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly what we were doing. Prime T Mac though, not Shannon. No, it's all. <laughs> no, that's what we made. We made a point. We made a point to say that they all in the primes of their career. Right hey, there, when 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 that, when yeah. we when the Heat almost lost to San Antonio that season, he was over there. I was like, T Mac gonna get a ring. I was just I was just sitting in my head with, I'm pissed. I'm like, well, at least T Mac gonna get a ring. Like, <laughs> for sure. Hey. Um, out of the stats, like we were saying earlier, Paul George is clearly better on defense than them for sure. He the only he averaged one point seven steals. They both average like one out of Melo. What well, about rebounds? Rebounds. Melo averaged exactly. That's why six rebounds. Pat don't Paul get George averaged six rebounds. Tracy McGrady averaged five and a half. So they all got about the same rebounds for real. So like yeah. as a defender, where we had on blocks though. Paul George the only two way player. Ever. But is that? That's on career. 
career. Yeah, not not in their primes though. No, because if you look at if you look at Melo in his prime, if you look at Melo in his prime years, he was out rebounding. Well, yeah, but we mixed teams too, so I'm not about to do math all that shit. Oh no, T Mac did, but Paul George ain't never won no scoring title. No, but but T Mac and and Carmelo both have won a scoring title. Yes. So for me, if I'm being GM and I got to build the teams, I think I'm gonna sign Melo. Because when I look Got at it, too, their bro. skills is a thing, too. But I look at, like, who people played with. And I feel like on this list, Tracy McGrady has played with the best talent out of all three. Fuck no. You don't think y'all is better than... Son, they never really Nene. got to play against Nene. each other. They never really got to play with each other. But, all right, I'm saying... Because when he was at the Magic, the next best player was Drew fucking good. He was hurt. That's cool. That's cool. But I feel like when I look at Paul George, you're going to say his best player. Melo team wasn't all that, though. Then it might be the one year with Westbrook, and then you'd be like, who was his best player? Yeah, because of Carmelo. Roy Hibbert, though. That team was crazy. But Roy Hibbert, though, that's his best player? Or is it? Are you going to say Danny Granger, who was the better player before he even took over the team? Paul George? That Indiana Pacers team was No, I agree. I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think T-Mac did have the better players. Yeah. And I'm probably going to, because, you know, I liked it. But when you put those three down, I think I'm about to cut Tracy McGrady, honestly. And I would bench Paul George. And this is what I've been seeing a lot. I've been seeing a lot of people... Um, saying like people are disillusioned by Tracy McGrady's career. I feel and like, like little, uh, thirteen and, and thirty got him up there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's such oh a pinnacle God. moment in in basketball. They were the the two top dogs <clears throat> in the NBA. That that's cool. Like I hear people even say that shit about like, and we going in that four spans about how he was as good as Kobe and all that other shit. But I'm saying if I'm building a team and I'm looking at what I can. Yeah. What they had in their careers, like they yeah. gonna say Melo didn't do shit in the playoffs, but it was again when I'm going to that talent thing. I feel like Melo did more. I feel, I feel like Melo did more than both of them niggas have Mello, done in the Mello's playoffs. Probably the best player he played with was what AI when he was in Denver. No, no, Chauncey yeah. Billups was well, better than that. Nah, he played with Amari Stoudemire. But honestly, when when he went, but when no, 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 when he was in when he was in his prime, the best player he played with was probably. Um, Chauncey Billups. Yeah, it's like Chauncey and then Honestly, AI and then Chauncey, Chauncey Billups at that time was a three was a two time. I mean, one time champion. <laughs> this nigga is not Isaiah Thomas. One time. This nigga was a champion, and also he he was the catalyst, in my opinion, to help them get to that Western yeah. Conference Finals. I feel so, like they all same versatile though, because they all kind of like six, in a way, six, yeah. Six, eight, six, nine. Yeah, you can put them all at the yeah. Two, they three, unicorns. Four. They so, unicorns. when I look at them. At the scoring, I think Melo clearly the best scorer. Yeah. And if I'm looking at two-way, it's Paul George. Paul George can give me 25 and guard the best player. So he had Stoudemire, Tyson Chandler. But that was Shump in New York. And JR. That was in New York. Bro, even right But that was Shumper. But that was Shumper. <laughs> that was only Shumper's second year in the league, and then he tore his ACL. And Amari Stoudemire was done. It, by but that he, time. yeah, Amari Stoudemire was, was done at that time. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler was at the was the was closer to the end of the the, the end of his career. Yeah, at that time. Well, who, who but you talking about a bunch of people with role players? You just said y'all barely got to play with each other. But but hold up, them niggas, all them niggas wasn't playing with uh. Carmelo Anthony the first year that he went to the New so York. Even Melo, even Melo uh uh with the Nuggets had JR too. Yeah, but he had a young JR. But Nene was nice. Nene was nice. Nene was nice. He was better than Yao Ming. Exactly. Bro, we not naming nobody with T Mac. I've heard Yao Ming's name and that's it. T Mac had. 
Based off him, that nigga had LeBron in a on, fucking on binder. Yeah. That nigga Bron was chasing Hedo Turgaloo like, no, no, please, no. Like I said, I feel like I'm even out of all the people we named, I'm a bigger fan of Tracy McGrady. Like when I first heard the question, I was like, oh, I'll probably take him. But when I thought about it more, who they play with and their skill sets, it was if I had to pick all three, I'm benching either Melo or Tracy McGrady because they both just offensive players. And either way, I'm. Putting Paul George well, on let me bench. just tell you this. So it's like Melo over McGrady, and that's where I'm at with it. LeBron, by all these niggas, oh, God. Uh, all these niggas, Paul George could have got a ring, Melo could have got a ring. Guess who they had to run up against in the Big East? One man. Okay. Get your asses out of here. Because yeah, Melo and Brown playing? Uh, Absolutely. When he was with the Knicks, we was yeah. bouncing him first yeah. round every year <laughs> for a good four years. Who, who Ass and McGrady. <laughs> Whoa. <Carol Armstrong>. <laughs> <laughs> but we also taking the Rockets too. It's like a four year. Yeah, game. yeah. All not right. just the match. They have right for Austin. Yeah. All right. Andrew DeClerc. He's white. <laughs> Orlando, but Orlando. Oh, Pat Garrity is but, for sure let's white. Be real. Orlando at that time also wasn't shit. Carmelo Anthony made. The Nuggets into a prime. Honestly, honestly, people, this whole championship that the Nuggets have got to this point is based off of the Carmelo moves that have. So it's like, if we being real, if it wasn't for Carmelo Anthony going to the Nuggets, the Nuggets still wouldn't be shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, so. The Magic's ain't been sweet. Oh, the Magic's, the Magic's ain't been sweet. It took a, it took a, a seven Shaq foot came Dwight Howard. And then, it took a seven foot Dwight Howard to come and then leave. Serious, get get and them niggas went back to ass. Yeah. It was Shaq and Dwight Howard. That was the only yeah. time Magic was really good. It was, saying, was but, it was really it Stan was, Van Gundy. It was T Mac. It was T Mac. <laughs> bro, T Mac had Orlando cool. Like since Shaq from the Shaq thing, T-Mac got Orlando cool. Let's get out of here, man. I'm tired. Hey, this episode 195 <laughs> of the Most Unstoppable Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Real ODP, TikTok. That's dope, Real Media. Continue to engage us. They be on that goddamn TikTok ready to argue. Yeah. I'm like, I be hold to on. Go back on there like, hold, hold on. on. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Hey, but most importantly, check us out on YouTube at Overdone Productions. Go yeah. like everything that you see, comment, the reels, the reels, well, the shorts, all of that shit. Oh, it YouTube takes us a long way. Check out Titty Boy Nate new video, pocket watching the song, fire the visual, fire. Let's run yes, that sir. shit up, and it's safe to say that we out. 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 <laughs>